This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We'll do a podcast for you on a beautiful, well, not so much, a Wednesday, Al. What is up, my man? Jerry, one of the things that came up today on the program that you were doing with Gio was, uh, you know, we had talked about the malice at the palace, that uh, documentary that is on Netflix, and uh, Ron Artest is in that. A guy who looks like he's reflecting back, Jerry, and sees that he made uh, mistakes and that sort of thing. He seems like a guy who's uh, kind of got it together now. But uh, Gio brought up that we had Ron Artest in studio. And I was like, huh, I kind of remember going back and forth on emails to get him in studio. Right. But I didn't actually recall the segment. Didn't mean either. You didn't either. And Gio said and Gio said it was you and him. So I was like, huh, so it had to be within the last three years. Right? It was. Because that's when Gio started in uh, January of 2018. Yeah. So I went back. It was uh, in May, around, I think around this time uh, in May. Of twenty or th- this time in twenty nineteen, so uh, and there it is. There's you guys. What a lovely photo. A lovely photo of you guys with her on our test. But and Geo was it was thin Geo back then. He did have man boobs in the photo. Quite aggressive man boobs. And I do remember that, as I said on the show, because I remember you saying, "I can't post this." Yeah, I wanted to post the picture with you guys, Ron Artest. And I remember I saw the the shot, and it was breasts on Geo. And then I also had in my Google Photos where I had cropped the Geo completely out, and I have a picture of just you and her on our test. And I was like, oh, and I guess I was going to post that one. And then Izzo decided that he would just put like a a listen to Boomer and Geo banner across uh, Geo's uh, chest, so you couldn't right. see his man boobs. But it did get me thinking. Like Geo was thin in that photo, very thin. I I look at man boobs now all the time on people because I consider myself a thinner guy. Not well, you are. Uh, you don't have to consider yourself. You are. But there are certain shirts that I put on where, at the right angle, I've got man boobs. Yes, you have pecs. Uh, well, that's the thing. There's always, first of all, there's always a fine line between pecs and man boobs. Yeah, depending on the shirt. So, I mean, do you run into that yourself where you have certain shirts like, boy, this would be a great shirt if not for the man boobs? Yes, although I would tell you that the T-shirt underneath does help. 
Oh, is that right? You it layer does it. help a little bit. That having been said, there are some shirts that are just a little tighter mm-hmm. and fit you a little snugger, and you can't escape it. And right. So I always look, and I have had shirts that I have gotten rid of because I'm not going to put them on. Right. Because it's, it's a man what it shirt. Is. Yeah. Yeah, I have that. I have shirts now that fall into the category. Like, it's such a fine line. If a shirt is too big, it doesn't look right on you. It looks like you're wearing a giant shirt. If the shirt is is fits you just right the way it's supposed to, sometimes it's a man boob. Sometimes it's a belly. And it's like this fine line of like, here are a handful of shirts that fit me perfectly. Correct. And the thinner shirts for me are a problem. Thinner ones, yeah. Yes. The thicker shirts, which are less comfortable, mm-hmm. but they look better. Yeah. Man, and I've tried all these things. Like, if, uh, I searched on the internet. Uh, Brian Monzo has actually told me about these. There's like various like t-shirts that promise to stop man boobs or hide your gut a little bit, just fit you nicer. And I tried again. Like, I tried. He, he, Monzo pointed me in the direction of one, and there's a bunch of competing ones. So they, I'm sure they're all very similar. But I ordered the large. They came in. They felt a little too big. I right. ordered the mediums too tight. Yeah. So I. I couldn't even solve that problem, Jerry. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough to look good, Al. It is tough to look good. At least for you, though. The only thing you're really battling, for real, would be the, the man boob thing. Man boob thing. And, and I don't like, even think that's that big a deal for you. And uh, peanut butter belly. Yeah, but compared to society, that peanut butter belly looks like a like six-pack abs. That's true. Listen, compared to society, I'm in, I'm in good shape. Yes, very good shape. I but would agree. But when you run into some other dudes like in good shape, you're, you're going, right. huh? That remind you that you're not where you need to be. Right. Like, I would like to be able to wear this shirt. And I'm sure there are people shirt. that would die to look the way you look. The best, Jerry, is the kind you can get. Like, you get the shirt, right? Where it, they're like they're more like the fitted T-shirts. They're not boxy. Where they fit nice around the shoulders and chest. They leave you, leave you a little bit of room in the stomach for your belly. And then tighter around the bicep area so you feel muscular. There you go. That's you why get. I when when we put out the uh, the Buzz No Buzz T-shirt, which is no longer on the store, I don't understand. It was a quality. I I went to great lengths to get a quality shirt that our people would look good in, Jerry. Well, we'll still use that shirt, though. Yes. Oh, we will from now on. Any shirt I put out from here on out till the end of time. Till the end of time, Jerry. I'm going to use those shirts. That sounds pretty final. Yeah, it's going to be final. Yeah. End of time. End of time. Uh, I've got a story here, Jerry. I don't know if you've, um, uh, you know, depending on what sort of websites you go to and things you see, you know, there's always like at the bottom of like even like legitimate, like say the New York Post or various uh, sports websites that we might go to for show prep. At the bottom of these articles, there's always like these like links that are like click clickbait type of links to things they're trying to get you to click on. There's one I've been seeing quite a lot of, and then there's an article about it that I have here. And the one I've been seeing a lot of is there's a picture of apple cider vinegar and uh, a a man with the promise of apple cider vinegar will grow your manhood. By the way, I believe that there is apple cider vinegar gummies now, too. Oh, is that right? I believe there are. Now, I always thought by glancing at these ads that they were saying, drink apple cider vinegar and your genitals will grow. How? And of course, I was like, of course, I don't believe this. Right, of course. But it's actually 
the 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 scam is that apples that putting your penis in apple cider oh, come on soaking it in there will enlarge it that's ridiculous well come this is on. what the internet's trying to tell you and i'm here jerry and you are here with me to tell the world that that's not true the ads claim quote this weird trick makes any penis increase by 65%. Oh, come on now. Yeah. So did it work for you or no? Uh, I was not. Listen, when Kim Jones filled in one day, she said how she would have, when she was not feeling good, she would drink apple cider vinegar. Right. And she had me take a shot of it, and I, and she gave me a double shot, and I did not know what I was in for. It burned so much my throat and my stomach, and then I later read that unbeknownst to Kim as well, you're supposed to be diluting that with water. That's right. Whoops. So I couldn't imagine dipping my penis in that uh, because it, burn, it no. burns my throat and it burns my stomach. It's going to burn that too then. Yeah. So a doctor, a lead medical advisor, said that uh, he would advise against applying apple cider vinegar to any areas of the genitalia as it could cause irritation. No, good. So we got that clear. <laughs> it could cause soreness. It could cause burning. It could create... A skin infection. Oh, then that's the last place you want to have an infection. The doctor also went on to say there is no evidence to suggest that apple cider vinegar can work to enlarge your penis or work to help with erectile dysfunction complications. Really? You're kidding. Which I guess they also claim. I guess. Just eat the gummies. Mm. They just, I think they just came out with them. What is the, like, I don't know, I, I... what are they claiming this apple cider vinegar does? I, I've read somewhere like it's good for weight loss or like what? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I know my father-in-law before he passed used to, he would swear by apple cider vinegar even when he was not feeling well for his immune system. I know he really swore by it. So he would like take it every day? He did. Yeah, he took a teaspoon of it every day, and I'm sure it was, you know, watered down or whatever. Right, like took the teaspoon, put it in a glass of water, and then drank it. Correct. Now, if I just Google it, as you will, I'm trying to see what the benefits of it are. Let's see here. The benefits of apple six. I'm going to give you six benefits of apple cider vinegar that they say backed by science. Now, this is on Healthline. So that means there's no, I bet you, I hope there's no reference to penis. Otherwise, one of these articles is lying. Correct. Okay, go ahead. So it says, many people claim it can relieve a wide range of health complaints. Now, what are they? Uh, It's uh, antimicrobial and antioxidant properties. All right. I like that. Uh, It aids, doesn't doesn't, uh, do the weight loss, but it aids in weight loss. I wonder how. Reduces cholesterol. Okay. Lowers blood sugar and improves symptoms of diabetes. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know, I guess. I mean, I'm just, you know, uh, can help kill harmful bacteria, so that's good, I guess. Lower blood sugar, I said that. So, yeah, I, wonder, I don't know, man. I wonder I, if the gummies taste good. I don't know. I mean, if they taste like an apple, it'd be fine. If it tastes oh. like ap- apple vinegar, ugh. Vinegar is the worst. That's why yeah. even when they'll say, like, uh, like right now on my coffee maker at home, it's blinking to clean it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you mix vinegar with water. Isn't my coffee going to taste like vinegar from here on out? I don't know. Isn't that called the descaling part? Descaling, Jerry. Yeah. I don't think I've ever descaled the Keurig once. Me neither. And the coffee tastes great. Yeah, because I use filtered water to begin with. 
Yeah, I know. I, I, it's so funny because I drink water right out of the sink. You tap watering it. I do. I don't. I drink. Was it twenty? I guess it's twenty-four ounces every morning with my vitamins, mm-hmm. right out of the sink. I, you know, I like can't we be did old school, Jerry. Yeah, you know, and I'm we not saying survived. I don't. I do drink bottled water rest of the day, and I do drink water with the Brita or Brita, whatever. It's yeah, called. I like the Brita. But I always start my day with the tap water. And I end it too, actually. Is it I, cold enough coming out of the tap for you? Fine. I don't, and I don't like it ice cold. That's so it's true. Fine. I don't mind it. To finish up this apple cider penis situation, Jerry, I just want to give you one more quote from the doctor, if you don't mind. No, uh, please. The doctor says there are no permanent ways to extend the size of your penis. Penis extenders and penis pumps may work temporarily, but those effects will wear off. For men who are worried about their penis size, this doctor says, I would suggest the best remedy is to start accepting your genitalia for what it is and learning to love what you have been given. And I would also lose some weight. Right. Trim up. Make yourself look a little bigger. Right. Right. You lose some weight and you trim up. It makes yourself look bigger. Like if your belly's hanging over your penis. No good. Not going to be a good look. If it looks like your penis is in uh, laying in hay. Ugh. Trim it up. Gross. It is gross, Jerry. I agree. But if you take care of yourself, they say everything, like almost every issue they go, uh, start exercising and eating right. That cures everything, Jerry. I think in a lot of cases, drinking plenty of water and exercising and eating right will will solve a lot of your problems. Is that right? I do believe that. I do think that. I do too. I think it helps for inflammation. I think it helps for joint pain. I think it does a lot of different things for you. Right. Makes you heart healthy. And if it doesn't, just put your wiener in apple cider vinegar. Well, you could try that, I suppose. <laughs> Every day, I'm so glad I read this because I did, I will tell you that I see this ad quite a bit in the clickbait. And I'm like, I know that burned my throat. I know you're not supposed to, like your skin down there. The skin on the that covers the penis, the skin that covers the testicles, the skin on a woman's labia. It's 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 the type of skin that absorbs things quicker. And has never probably been exposed to sunlight, if any at all. Right. Yeah. I would say that. Well they say painful. like it just it, it, it absorb like your your skin on let's say your arm is thicker. It absorb it, it would take it it takes longer for it to absorb something you put in it. Right. So this would go right into your system. Yeah, like if you put suntan lotion on your penis, I bet you that goes right through this through the skin and into the organ. You ever tried doing that? No, because like you said, it's never exposed to the sun. Me neither. Although I, I do worry, like how does the sun not penetrate your pants. my shorts? <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> I know you got the UVA. I was it was it the UVA UV protection? properties? Yeah, I don't know. My way, a hat stops the sun. Why can't pants? Yeah, I don't know. And then I know they do make bathing suits, especially for women, that the sun will go through. You're kidding me? No, but the, I've seen this at resorts. I didn't know that. Yeah, they have. Uh, yeah, they do make women's bathing suits that the sun goes right through. Wow. That way you don't have to get. That way you don't get tan lines. That's really interesting. I had no idea. Although I love tan. Do you find tan lines sexy on a woman? Uh, sometimes. Only sometimes? Sometimes. Not. I don't like not extreme ones, no. Right. No. Subtle ones, yes. You like a subtle tan line? Yes. Yeah, yeah I like that. A polar bear to, you know, a well-tanned 
it doesn't look great. No, right, right. It has that, right. The, yes, it's, it's got to be not an extreme tan line situation. Correct. But you do like to see a tan line. It's all right, but I don't need that. But it's not a huge, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, look at those tan lines. Yeah, I would. Oh, I would. Wow. Well, we found your little thing. Yeah, I have a thing for tan lines, for sure. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember that next time we do a show down the shore. Yeah. You're going to show me your tan lines, Jerry? <laughs> no, I'm not. The sexiest tan lines are the ones I have from wearing a t-shirt all summer. I thought you were going to say your thong. <laughs> and wearing my thong all summer. <laughs> when I roll up my sleeves and my arms are I have very dark and tan. same thing. I know. Yep. I know, I know. And Thighs then, and shoulders look terrible. Yeah. Just like super white. Yeah. Skin because well, I actually can't believe it's the same body. Right, you go look at that. Look how nice and tan this body is, and then look how very untan the rest of this it's body pale. is. Pale, pale, nothing but paleness, Jerry. Paleness. Hmm. That's right, Jerry. What do you say we do the warm up show? If that, and listen, if that's what you want to do, I, I do want to do that. I've been talking for five and a half hours. I'm yeah, good. I want to do that. Now tomorrow is Thursday. You'll be <laughs> in with uh, Geo again tomorrow. Right. We're going to talk sports. Well, you and I first will be on the warm-up show at 5 a.m. Yeah. Live. This, what you're about to hear, is the warm-up show from 5 a.m. on tape. Digital tape, Wednesday. to be exact. Digital. Okay. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. On the contrary, Zach, pretty good is what they would say. What do you say? It's a few minutes after 5 o'clock. We have reached the hump day of the week. It's Wednesday along with the Eddie Scuzzeri. We have got Al Logan Dukes. What is up, man? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. I continued with my uh, checking out the new WFAN overnight, uh, fellas. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday we had a, a guy named uh, Brian McKeon. Uh, which I listened to an hour from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. on my ride in. And today I had a Ryan Hickey. I gave Ryan Hickey 3 to 3.30 and then 4.30 to 5. All right, so you still gave him an hour. I still gave him an hour because here's the thing. I couldn't tell him apart from the dude yesterday. Like, He's... they legitimately seemed like this. I thought they were the same guy. Yeah, well, following the same formula. Same formula, but they sounded similar. Like, uh, like if I didn't work here and I didn't know I was doing my experiment, I would have thought the same guy was on the air. See, the problem for me is I had connection issues yesterday oh. that Eddie was working on until literally 30 seconds before we yeah. went on, so I did not hear any of Mr. McKeon. Oh. Uh, I did hear Ryan. I love Ryan Hickey. He was a really nice kid during the summer pandemic last year when is he was working right? with us on Saturdays. Yes, he was the producer on oh, Saturdays right. in the studio. Yes. So, rooting for him. Rooting for him. Yeah, I think... Yeah, these guys just got to, someone's got to come on and... Uh, and do what exactly? I was well, actually thinking about this all right, yesterday. that's fair, Jerry. Do so, what exactly? Because Eddie and I, when I came in, I said to Eddie, I said, oh, listen to this uh, Ryan Hickey fellow, sounds just like the guy yesterday. 
And Eddie was right. They both sound so comfortable, which is awesome. Yes, very like comfortable. They don't sound like they even have a hint of nervousness to No them. one's panicked. No one is nervous. They're smooth, Jerry. Right. They're just doing sports talk. So let me ask you this. All right. I, I was actually thinking of this yesterday. Fair enough. Um, this day and age, mm-hmm. where we're at, you can be fired for saying not much. Yeah. Very quickly, too. Right. You want to separate yourself from everybody. Yes. How are we doing that? Because I cannot come up with, aside from your personality being different. Yes. And aside yes. from your voice changing, which it is what it is, energy is certainly a big deal. I think if you sound like you're about to fall asleep, clearly that's a problem. If you are not prepared, that's a problem and it's obvious to the audience. So what wacky, crazy thing in 2021 works. I don't know if I'm looking for a wacky or crazy. Like, Craig seems to be able to do a show without getting himself fired so far. You know, that's a different personality. It is a different personality, but he's also a great storyteller. Right, but that's the difference, right? So I think... Right, so it's hard to separate yourself if you don't have that in you. Right. Yes, exactly. So just like you said, what could these guys do to separate themselves and not get fired? Well, you got to do something to separate yourself to get hired in the first place. So if, you, if you're if you afraid to do interesting things on the air because you're afraid of getting fired, you're not going to get hired in the first place, I guess. Yes, but now we go back to 2021. Yeah. Be careful. I don't know. It's just, it seems like, like you could get this stuff anywhere. It's like- Well, it's, you can. I just- Sports radio has exploded with this formula over the last 20 years, as you know, and there are, again with this stupid thing, and there are hundreds, as you know- of sports radio stations across this country, and a lot of them sound the same. I mean, let me ask you this. Yes, sir. If you put on a classic rock station in 1998 Mm -hmm. in California, Iowa, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, do they really sound different? No, which is why all radios go into we hire one jock and put them on every radio station. Well, maybe that's no where we're going to end up in sports radio. Who knows? We're tuning in. Well, no, that I don't think will happen because it's it's uh, this is like the one thing that truly is local, right? Except, so it's like your local sports teams. But not 24-7. Not 24-7, correct. Like we are in a lot of places. You'll get a morning show, afternoon drive show, everything else syndicated. Yeah, that's what I would do to save money if I was running places. <laughs> I might pitch that to corporate. <laughs> Don't pitch that to corporate. <laughs> I'm looking out for Sal Licata. Don't oh, pitch right. that we to need corporate. Sal Licata. So there's a there's a guy, Jerry. I'll give you that one. Sal Licata does not sound like Ryan Hickey or Brian McKean. No, but again, see, this to me is the difference between what you're looking for and what I'm saying. All right. I don't think you can create different. I think you have you are different. Like Sal is nuts in a good way, and I love Sal. Right. That is when you go out with Sal. That is him. He's a crazy, over-the-top, passionate, in-your-face type of guy. Like, he comes on the air. If you get it, like, I'll give you a for instance. If you get into a conversation with Sal about the Mets or the Knicks or the Falcons in a bar, that you're, you're getting Sal at 3 a.m. in the bar. Right. It's just him. I don't know. It's really it's a tough thing to do, and I don't know where the right answer is. Well, we so talk, you listen to us. We talk a lot about uh, around here – when when the younger guys were coming up, we would call them uh, Mike and Chris babies. Oh, for sure. Right, so they were either fathered by Mike or fathered by Chris. 
And that's what they were. So who these new guys coming up now, the Ryan Hickeys of the world, the Brian McKeons of the world, Jerry, who were they listening to where they went, I want to do that, this is what I'm going to do? Well, for one, you could have still been listening to Francesa, who just retired a couple of years ago. So Mike has been here forever. So I don't think we're beyond that. Two, if you have Sirius, which a lot of people do, you might still be listening to Chris. I would say, you know, what Mike and Chris were really good at, a lot of people don't want to do anymore. You know, Mike and Chris were really good at arguing and fighting on the air. And people enjoyed that because they had differing opinions. For whatever reason, in a lot of cases now, differing opinions and arguing and fighting, guys don't want to do that. And not only that, I will tell you, um, whether it's you know Mark or someone else, they don't want the guy yelling and screaming anymore, yet Chris Russo made his mark by being a lunatic. Right. So again, now I don't I don't know how Spike is. He seems like a great guy. Don't know him enough. Is that what Spike wants? If that's your take, is he going to let you fly and roll and run your mouth and go crazy, or is he going to be like, hey, tone it down? You sound like an idiot. Because there's two schools of thought there. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know that Mike and Chris would have been allowed to be developed right now. Um. Yeah, I think they would have. Mm, I can. We can talk off the air. Why is that? This sounds intriguing. I. I'm just saying. You don't think Mike and Chris would be able to be a show today? I don't know. I think it, I think it would if it came here. What I'm saying is I don't know that that would have been allowed to be developed hmm. okay. by new people. All right. I'm not sure what I that think, means exactly. Well, I, I, because I think there's a certain way that certain people wanted you to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, that. yes. Like, like um, program directors have a certain sound or Correct. type, and the way like, they want it to sound. Just like head coaches run us offense yes. a certain way, and certain guys go. don't work in their offense. And Correct. They, all right. Well, maybe we're on to a new thing here, Jerry. It's going to be very exciting what Spike does here. I I totally agree. Well, I'm looking forward to. It. I don't know who's on tomorrow, but there's a new fella on tomorrow, and then um, Pat Boyle. We- we have a name for tomorrow? Yeah, I forget his I forget what his name is. But uh, Pat Boyle better light it up because uh, I'm, I'm getting bored already, and he did the big hype video. So I'm looking forward to that. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I do. I Listen, I hear you. I need a hype video. If you're yeah. going to send me a hype video, I'm not sure what I'm looking for either. What I am looking for is much. What I'm looking for is, Jerry, a guy that I need to, that I need to turn on and feel like I'm missing if I miss it. Like, where do you stand on this? I remember once. When I forget who it was, maybe it was Adam the Bull. Remember Adam the Bull back I in do. the day? Adam the Bull came on once and he had this completely, and people like to call me a contrarian, a completely contrarian take. Uh, and I know it was, I don't remember what the topic was, but I remember, I remember Eric Spitz saying how refreshing it was because it was such a different take. But I remember talking to Adam after that and he was like, Yeah, no, I didn't buy that for a second. I was just trying to be different. Mm-hmm. Like, is that good too, though? If people don't know, I mean, listen, like, yeah, I mean, I think it's if if it's believable on the air, then it's good. Believable, yes, but to me, it's like it's the Skip Bayless syndrome, where guys say things just to get attention. That to me is, I don't like that. But if they can back it, if they if they believe it in the moment and can back it up, yeah. But I don't know that they really do believe it. I think they're just trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. Well, he's and- made a name for himself. Who Skip Bayless? Yeah, big time. Not only that, he's made himself gazillions of dollars. Right. So those guys stand out, you know. They do, but I don't think they stand out for the right reasons. I don't. Big fat douchey doucherson. What about yeah. that guy? 
him. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Craig doesn't believe some of the things he screams about. I do know that. Yeah. I'm well aware. He seems to be doing all right. For, like, Craig is a guy, like, I, I feel like if I miss the afternoon show, I'm missing something. I hear you. I totally understand. But there's not a lot of people like that on the air. Right, which is hard to find. And I don't know that in one uh, one tryout show you're going to get that. Correct. No, I think as a first-timer for these guys, for this Ryan Hickey and Brian McKeon, they sounded smooth, they sounded relaxed, and they gave you some sports talk. Oh, no question. A lot of sports talk. Matter of fact, I thought you were going to bury Ryan Hickey for talking about the Giants' offensive line. No, no, no. But, you know, would I go, you know, tomorrow morning would it be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to hear what Ryan Hickey has to say? No. No, but he was an easy listen. He was an easy listen. So he did a nice job. He did. Hey, Jerry, go. he got me from uh, exit uh, 100 on the parkway up to where I got gas. Is that where exit 102? Um, no, I got <laughs> gas at the uh, at the Cheesequake uh, situation. Oh, okay. I used to like the one that was right before exit, uh, right after exit 98. Yeah. I like that one. All right. There's never anybody there. Yeah, there's never anyone at this one either, and That's I feel true. like, and I feel like the guy pumping gas at that hour wants to see a friendly, non-threatening face, and I'm right there for him. That or someone to keep him awake. That's yeah. a tough job, man. Well, I pull up. Well, listen, every anyone who pulls up at uh, 3 a.m. to get gas, you got to be thinking's a lunatic. Uh, so or, yes, you have to be concerned. I agree. When they see a friendly face like me and someone they know they could beat up if it came down to it, they're probably nice. relaxed and be like, "Yeah, nice. I'll pump this guy's Look gas. I you. can whip his butt in a two seconds." And how does he know that you're not? a jiu-jitsu uh, that's the thing jerry what if i knew brazilian jiu-jitsu i'll give you a little secret hand-to-hand combat put like karate belts Ooh. in your back seat and like boxing gloves Ooh, what? <laughs> or like get those stickers jerry like w- for like s- some fake jiu-jitsu school you could do that too absolutely oh interesting and people think twice about oh, man. messing with you I'm going to do that. I'm getting Brazilian jiu-jitsu bumper stickers for my car when I park in New York City. When someone goes to tap my car, they'll be like, mm, this guy knows Brazilian jiu-jitsu. If he's watching, he's going to throw me down when he comes out here. Better hope he's not around. Better hope he doesn't see me backing into his bumper. That's right. He'll Brazilian jiu-jitsu my face right to the ground. <laughs> and then tie him up and wait for the police to come, Jerry. So you're welcome, by the way. For what? The idea. The, uh, the idea of jiu-jitsu? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Get me a T-shirt. Ask me about my black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Let's just hope you don't run into a real jiu-jitsu guy who's actually looking for a spar. <laughs> right. I saw many people sent me um, a video from an ATM here in the city of a guy um, a guy coming in and clubbing a dude. Oh, with the hatchet? Uh, I don't know if that was the hatchet one, but uh, he, was, he started clubbing a dude. I was like, man, oh, I just wish these criminals would take on a Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. Yeah, it happens. It's just oh, rare, unfortunately. I love when it happens, though, Jerry. Well, you had it with the guy in the the stolen car last week. UFC fighters where they, yeah. like, steal a car and they find out they're... Or they bre- I love when they break into someone's house and it's a Brazilian, ju- Brazilian jiu-jitsu UFC grappling fighter. I agree. They get their beat their ass. Whooped. Oh, just smack them around, put them in holds, punch them in the face, Jerry, call the police. Yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned the, the video stuff. Yeah. Did you see some of the stuff? Yes, I don't mean the stupid banana thing. That was dumb. I'm talking about, did you see the the hatchet-wheeling guy? That mm-hmm. video's out there, which is just... I, is that the guy walks... He does, Is that Maybe that's what oh I saw, God. the guy walking into an ATM? I think that is. Okay. Did you see the guy that squeezed the woman's butt and then proceeded to beat her down after she tried to fight back. I did not see that one, Jerry. I missed Daylight, that one. New York City. This, uh, just lovely people, really. What then if we... there was the video. That was that was one. 
Then there was the video you want to talk about horrific what's going on in Afghanistan. Did you see the one where the people were so desperate to get out? I did. They see. actually hung on the plane and jumped to their death. I did see that. Yep. I mean, oh my! And these videos, and there's one other one I can't think of right now, but God, it's just awful. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, Listen, terrible. This would be a better place if we all knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Then no one would mess with us. Well, then no one would mess with you. That's right. true. That I know. What true. am I doing? I'm just wasting time, Jerry. Wasting time during the day. And you're not even be, in Margaritaville. I could be uh, becoming a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu style. Before you I, even knew it, I'd be like... I've been telling you that for years, have I not? I just go, if I knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I would walk around New York City just looking for trouble. Can I ask you something for yeah. real? Why haven't you gone? That seems like a lot of work. It is. It's a, it's a lot of hard work. It yeah. is. But think about how you like, feel at the end of it. I know. You're right. And, um, and I'm not being a jackass. And You've got nothing but time. Yeah. And like, just why to, wouldn't you? To one time help an old lady who's being attacked. <laughs> just walk down the street in Manhattan. You might yeah. find that every day. It would even be even cooler to like help a muscular guy who gets attacked that can't fight off, and, and that, I jujitsu the criminal. And you will find that because a lot of guys that are all jacked mm-hmm. spend all their time working out and not right. learning how to fight. Right. Meanwhile, I'll be thin, but I know how to hand-to-hand combat. Correct. Correct. Jujitsu style, Jerry. Let's take a break while Al studies jujitsu. When we come back, the Mets embarrassed themselves again last night. That's becoming a recurring theme. And the Yankees, the doubleheader sweep. How about that? We got a whole lot to do. Haven't even started yet. And then G joins us at 6 right here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Seven Mary Three. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear this Craig Carton Commissioner Summit show he's doing? I did. I'm uh, interested in that. Uh, I thought he is along the lines of you. He doesn't like guests. Those are not co-hosts. Those are guests. Those are guests. No Roger Goodell. I guess he wanted, didn't want any part of that uh, yeah, summit. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, Roger Goodell isn't exactly... Uh, put himself out there like these guys do like i'm not surprised silver i mean he seems to be plus you're in the off season makes sense same with batman who's always been a friend of the station um manfred too i i would have been stunned if he got goodell yeah so there you go well three hours of commissioner talk hey good for you hey good for you good exactly for you. right i think that's thursday thursday the commissioner's that's, yes and now you'll be locked in for the batman hour i'm sure uh the gary batman hour i certainly will be I will certainly be there. Jerry, do you want to go Mets or Yankees here? Um, well, I mean, either one is fine. The Mets suck, and the Yankees did something that you say never happens. So either way is fine. What did the Yankees do? They took two. A doubleheader, Jerry? A doubleheader sweep. Very rare, as we know. You've done the 50%. research. You've done the work. You've done the homework on this, Jerry. It rarely happens that you get a doubleheader sweep. Happens 50% of the time. And we got it yesterday. What percent? Beating down the Red Sox. I, I will tell you this, though, and I mean this sincerely, and I was not aware. I really was not aware of this 
until I sat down to watch the first game. The idea, and if I'm wrong, please someone tell me, if they're charging, now I get charging full price for a seven-inning double straight doubleheader. I get it. You're you're paying for 14 innings, so you're paying a full price. You know, you make up the game that way. That's fine. You want to say, well, there's supposed to be nine innings. Well, that's not the rules anymore. When you play seven and seven and you're there for four hours, I have no issue with paying full price for that ticket. If you're telling me that Major League Baseball charged full price for 1 p.m., cleared the stadium, and then played full price for uh, for 7 p.m. last night, that's a crime. At seven innings apiece is that what is you're saying? That is not right. Yeah. I, you know, so yesterday, I, for whatever reason, I realized the first game was seven innings. I mean, I kind of knew that. I feel like I heard someone say that. Maybe G said that in the morning. When I sat down last night to watch the game, I thought they were playing a nine-inning game as part because it's a split doubleheader. I thought they were only the makeup one was seven, and I could not believe. I had friends that went last night, and I, I, I don't understand. It's not right. It's not right to charge full price for a product that's twenty percent less or eighteen percent less of what it's supposed to be. Let's get one of those lawyers that do those class action lawsuits and let's sue baseball. That's fine. I, you know, I don't know if you're going to sue them or win, but I mean, something's got to be. It's just not. I don't know. It seems seems criminal to me. I'm gonna get those lawyers that want to get me money for taking Zantac all those years. Have you taken Zantac for ten straight years like Al Dukes did, and your stomach's probably gonna bleed? Then you get everybody thirty five cents. Yeah, that's what we need to do for Major League Baseball for ripping us off a couple innings. It's yeah, I, I don't like it at all. Two seven inning games we got yesterday. The first one uh, was five three Yankees. Second one two nothing. Right. Not a lot of runs scored, Jerry. No, but a lot of big moments, I would say. And yes, in the big first moments. game, you had the bases loaded in the seventh inning with Jonathan Loisica, and it looked like they were in a lot of trouble, and he did a hell of a job coming back and, and, and getting through it, which was pretty wild. And then you had a couple of moments in the late game last night. So you're right, there was not much scoring, but I thought they were good games. And because it's Yankees Red Sox perhaps the 7 innings kept them from being 6 hour games but um I, the Yankees continue to roll continue to play well and so far so good look who's in playoff position now the Yankees Jerry that's what we need for the fall we need Yankees going to the playoffs cuz the Mets have disappointed us and we need people caring about the Giants and Jets at least for the first few months that's a big strong fall um ratings books for us Jerry correct no doubt no doubt. And I think the Yankees are going to get there because of their lineup. Did you a couple of things? Number one, we'll get to Pete Alonso. Don't forget to mention him in a moment. But did you see did you see Luke Voigt's comments? What did he say? And I only asked from this I only asked from this standpoint. I wonder what it's like in the clubhouse with Rizzo. He basically says, I deserve to play just as much as this guy. Because he finished top 10 in the MVP last year. And even though he was bad early, he feels like he's getting into his groove now. It's kind of, I don't know, it would be like, it's just got to be an odd feeling seeing the guy that was brought in to replace you as you're now here again. And you know as soon as he comes back, he's going right back to first base. Right. Now the good thing is Stanton played the outfield again last night. And the more he can play the outfield, the more you can free up that DH spot, and you can certainly keep Voigt here. But it's just, I don't know, it's got to be a very frosty relationship. If I'm Luke Voigt, I try to find that uh, bucket of COVID that's clearly somewhere in the Yankee locker room, and I'd slide it over to Rizzo's locker. 
Uh, well, Rizzo's coming coming back from it now. Well, that's what I'm saying. I slide it back over there. Maybe he catches. Well, he's got antibodies again. for three months now. Antibodies? Well, someone got it twice. Uh, didn't, yeah, uh, but you get it twice, but I don't think you get it within that 90 day period. You can get it again. Like Lamar Jackson, the Ravens quarterback, got it twice. I think. Yeah, last year and then this year. Hmm. But it was well beyond the third of the uh, 90 days. Oh, I see. Oh man, so so Luke Voigt's got. No shot of that, Rizzo getting COVID again. That's also why they will not give you the shot if you tell them you've had COVID in the oh. last 90 days, from what I understand. I see. Yeah. Man, I got to start scheduling my booster shot, Jerry. I know. I need my, a booster. You know when mine is? Like December 23rd. You've already would, got a scheduled booster shot? No, no. I looked I looked what eight months would be for oh. my second shot. I'm like, man, oh, that's okay. right before Christmas. I'm going to have to wait until yeah. after Christmas. That could be a super spreader event, Jerry. You don't want to get wait till after Christmas. <laughs> Maybe by that to by December that we could just get chewable. Well, you know, you get chewable vitamins. I now. don't think we're getting chewable vaccines. Gummy COVID vaccines. That I, would be awesome. I don't think we're getting. I would gummy love to vaccines. chew some of those. <laughs> you love a gummy. I love a gummy. I love any medicine. I want all my medicines gummy. Advil what su- gummies. What surprises me about that with you is that that would be the type of thing that I would think you wouldn't feel as real. Yeah, like right, like there's they're just giving me a gummy product. There's Correct. no medicine in here. But now you could also get the effects by having you know the gummy weed. Right. So that would certainly change your mind. But I would think you you're the type that wants it in pill form. Yeah. No, I do. I love gummies. Though it feels it's. It's really like how they get kids to take medicine. Uh, well, sure, and you also look at it as as dessert, right? Right, because they're flavorful. Do you Your think treat? Do you think right now they're working on gummy Advil, gummy Tylenol? Probably, I think someone's probably working on it. Sure, yeah, I think if it's not, a possibility. I would pitch that if I worked over there. I think I it's know. already a thing. There is no way they do not have gummy Advils. I looked not for for adults, but they have chewable things for kids. Chewable things different than gummy. Gummy. Advil, no way. Like, I take gummy vitamins for 50-year-old plus. By the way, (laughs) for the kids, you do have the Advil that's in, like, grape and cherry. Liquid Advil? Yeah, I mean, it can't be any All right, I'll take liquid medicines also. I like liquids or gummies. Let's see. Are there gummy gummy Viagra? Oh, you would take that, right? Oh, if I needed it, Jerry, but I'm very manly. Um, yeah, no, I got you. I'm very manly, Jerry. Listen, in, get out, be done. Gummy testosterone. Gummy Now HGH, we're talking. Now gummy we're steroids. Talking. Give me all the gummies, oh, Jerry. Oh, speaking of that, you know who I listened to on the Rogan podcast was who this that? Mark Sisson guy? Who's that? Mark's, I think I got the name right. Mark Sisson is the, he's 68 years old, and he's got the body of a 25-year-old. <laughs> What's he taking? Well, he, so he takes... So he was very uh, forthcoming with what he takes. One of the things he takes is NAD, I think, mm. which is a known age reverser. Nice. Very, and, and it's weird how he breaks it down. And, you know, I will tell you, listening to all these podcasts about health and, and fitness and well-being, I feel like I need to start listening to these podcasts with a pen and paper and go back yes. to back to school. Because I don't know what the hell I'm listening to. Well, whatever that 68-year-old dude who looks young is taking, that's what I'm going to take. Now, I'm halfway through. I'm waiting to hear if they ask the question about testosterone or HGH. But he swears by this NAD uh, treatment that he does. Oh, I got to get on that, Jerry. It's very. It really is very interesting. And he swears that basically, you know, what you eat is is almost everything. Let's I mean, open the, up a male health clinic, you and I. I would... 
I would love to. I would love to. We could do that. We could have sex products, vitamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could have all sorts of cool things. Testosterone. Yes. COVID shots, gummy items. it would be anything items. but boring. Yes. And we could serve organic coffee. And organic coffee. Kick-ass Wi-Fi, Jerry, to get them in the door. Always the kick-ass Wi-Fi, Al. That's exactly right. And we would sell those those, uh, rotisserie chickens just to get people through the door. We sell them for cheap. (laughs) Where are we getting those? Costco. (laughs) We'll go get them from Costco for six bucks and sell them for nine. On your way into work every day, Jerry, just pick up a bunch of those chickens. (laughs) Go pick up 15 chickens every day. What happens if we don't sell them? Uh, There'll be a lot of chickens. Then we make gummy chicken no, vitamins. No, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not doing that, you jackass. <laughs> I think I would like that. That's a great idea, Jay. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we did not do a very good job of talking about the Yankees. Kind of. But b- perhaps on the other side All we right. will. Yankees and Mets. Did I tell you the Mets embarrassed themselves? Cost me a lot of money, too. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, quick break. We'll come right back. G at the top on the fan. All right, a very quick-moving hour. I cannot believe it's quarter to six already, but that's pretty much where we're at, 544. Alan Jerry with you until the top. Uh, we did discuss the Yankees briefly. Really good two wins for them as they now move ahead of the Red Sox by percentage points and are in playoff position. Meantime, once upon a time, the Mets were in playoff position. They were leading the division. Matter of fact, led the division for much of the season, and now they are falling to the bottom of the ocean like a boulder because uh, they can't get out of their own way. And Al, last night, I'm sure you saw the highlights of this game. They are awful. I, they can't hit a lick. And last night, you actually got, or early, well, it was last night, you got a really good start from Marcus Stroman, who I understand didn't help them by you know giving up two-run homer in the first inning. But he settled in and threw a hell of a ball game. And this team can't get anything. right. Even when you get a bad throw to first, Conforto's not running. And I understand the ball's in front of him. But he doesn't score on that play, and then he basically is left there to die for the rest of the inning. They, I tell you, man, what a tough watch. It's dep- It's awful watching them. And then you said something you wanted me to remind you about Pete Alonzo. Oh, Pete Alonzo. Oh, oh. You know, I mean, good luck. Well, he hit so a home now, run last night, he, Jerry. Yeah, he did, yes, mm-hmm. he did hit a home run. But let me ask you this, Al. What would you say right now, if I asked you your thoughts of the Mets, what would you say? Um, On the way down. They're trending down, Jerry. Okay, trending down. Is there, would you say you are concerned about them with the way they've been about playing? About the Mets, yes, I would say I am concerned. I've got, okay. uh, I actually legitimately feel like the season's over. All like right. I'm already focused on my new team, the New York Yankees, and their playoff push. I could not agree with you more. I'm trying to find the quote from last night. A Pete Alonzo uh, quote? Yeah, Steve Gelbs, I think, was the one that asked him if falling below 500 was a gut punch. I'm not sure how it couldn't be because oh. you were leading the division all year. Quote, <laughs> oh. No, absolutely not. It's not about where we are right now. It's not about how you start. It's how you finish. Okay, you're not wrong. Right now, you're finishing like crap, though. And you started well. They're 0-5 on this trip. They're losing ground left and right, and we're not concerned. I mean, I I understand that it's their job to be positive. I understand it's their job that they're the ones in the moment, that they're the ones that have to go out and play. I get all of that. And I know the Phillies lost last night. I'm I'm totally aware of what's going on. But at some point, you got to throw a table or two over. You know, Atlanta won last night. Atlanta didn't lose to the Marlins. Like, you're you're not going to get to a wild card spot. It's division or bust because of the division you're in and with the way you've played. And to at least not acknowledge the fact that something has to change, you can't keep saying, we got this. You've got bowls is what you've got. 
and they've it's five in a row. They've been terrible since the All Star break. The pitching has not been great. I mean, and they can't get a timely hit. I mean, just show some anger, some concern. We're working on it, but stop trying to convince everybody that everything's fine. Everything's not fine. Well, we got Tyler Tyler McGill tonight, Jerry. How did he do last time? He's gonna shut him down. Oh, I, listen. You, I, at some point, they got to win a game, don't they? I think so. Three forty-five really, start today, Jerry. I really thought, and I bet the White Sox and Mets last night. I I don't know why I love the White Sox last night. Turned out all good. Now I know what happened in that game with the ace pitcher, which is just terrible, and I hope he's okay. But I I love the White Sox, and I'm like, you know, it's been four in a row. They got Stroman. I felt like Stroman was going to throw well, and I really figured because the kid that was throwing last night, I can't think of his last name for the Giants, Logan, whatever the hell his name is, um, who I know has had a good season, he also has a high walk rate. Yeah, 60 pitches in his first six innings. I mean, the Mets are flailing at everything. I, I don't know why. I just figured last night was the night they were going to stop the losing streak and not right themselves, but I thought they'd get a game. And, I mean, God, they don't score until Alonzo hits the late home run. Just awful. What really about awful. taking them today, Jerry? They're going up against a pitcher on the Giants named Anthony Desclafani. 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 Yeah. No, he's not a bad pitcher. Listen, oh, he's the, not? Too the, bad. The, well, the Giants are the best team in baseball. Oh. You mentioned what happened in the A's game last night. Pitcher Chris Bassett yeah. took a line drive right off his head. And scary because he didn't get up, and they had to cart him off right yeah. to the hospital. And they weren't sure. Make I'm pre, if I'm not mistaken, if I saw the quote right, I'm trying to find it if possible. I want to say that the quote was something along the lines of, "We don't think his eyesight has been impacted by this." Oh boy! I mean, could you imagine if something happened and he never pitches again? And it's possible. I feel terrible if I was the hitter. I know it's not well, your fault. You're 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 competing, Jerry. You're trying to get a base hit up the middle. What are you gonna I listen, I it'll probably give you nightmares for a while, but yeah. what are you gonna do? I mean you're doing your job. Yes. It's tough. I'm trying I know but I I think Bob Melvin said this. I'm trying to find the quote. I don't know if I'm gonna find it in time, but yeah, man, it was it was scary. And and I think and I saw the video with the sound down, but it certainly looked like the towel he was holding on the side of his face had all sorts of blood on it. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh, what a terrible scene. Mm. So, I don't know. It's 60 feet, 6 inches with balls coming off the bat at 110 miles an hour. Yep. Good luck. And I, It's funny because, not funny, what's interesting is both of my sons pitch, and I've never, I never really wanted them to pitch. I wanted them to focus on being position players and, you know, because I don't know that either one of them's got a big enough arm to ever do anything with it. But they also were very consistent strike throwers, so I would throw them out there because of the game and what was going on. And it's my biggest fear for any kid out there, let alone a major leaguer, is just, God, you're so close to that that ball, but whatever. Hmm. Scary. Very scary. Did you ever have a moment like that when you were pitching softball? Uh, not pitching softball, but one time I was pitching batting practice in the Little Fellows League of Colonia, and uh, someone hit a line drive off my knee. Now, that no hurt. screen. Well, I guess you were 10 no years screen. old. See, I started using a screen last year for my younger team at 10 because I started noticing the they were starting to really hit the ball. Yeah. And also I got hit in the in the cojones by my son. You got hit in the bowls. Yeah, yeah. and that bowls. didn't feel so good. Jerry, one got... hopper, a line drive, one hopper right there. And, I mean, I saw – it hurt me for probably a week it hurt. Did you have swollen testicles? No, but sore to the touch, I would say. Oh. It, it hurt. And it was really, it was uncomfortable for maybe not a week. I was four or five days probably. 
And so ever since I went out, I bought the uh, the portable L screen, and I have never thrown batting practice without it since. I would have had a cup on at least. Sounds like he didn't I, have one on. You know, I probably should have, but at the time he's 10 years old, and while he could hit the ball for sure, I just never thought I didn't have the the reaction time. You thought you had cat-like reflexes. No, I don't want to say that, but I thought that I could catch a ball coming right back at me. Hmm. You know, I'm still 45 feet away. I wasn't 20 feet. Uh, and, yeah, I was I was wrong. I, I Balls are swollen. Balls are swollen. They weren't, but they were definitely sore. In other uh, Major League Baseball news, this comes from Thomas Harding, who covers the Colorado Rockies for Major League Baseball. Uh, he says manager Bud Black said that right-handed pitcher Herman Marquez was sick. He had diarrhea. He held the Padres to one hit for the first six innings, and then in the seventh didn't feel so great and drove in a couple runs in the win, and that's with diarrhea, Jerry. Well, okay, you know why. What's that? Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol. I would not be able to pitch with diarrhea because that would be on my mind the whole time. I don't know how you could. I, that is, unless it wasn't that bad. Oh, it sounds bad. Well, explosive I mean, there's, diarrhea. Yeah, there's different oh. types. There's the explosive type, and then there's the type that, mm, when you got to go, you got to go, and it is what it is. Unless every half inning when he got a break, you know, having uh, played softball at Yankee Stadium, I know they have a toilet right off the uh, dugout. So if the Rockies have that as well. I'm sure they do. Maybe he could do his diarrhea in there and then come out and pitch. Explosive diarrhea. Have you ever had that during a show? Uh, Yeah. Unfortunately, I have, yeah. No, I'm sorry to hear that. Hasn't happened often, but I have. That sounds terrible. It sounds very terrible. Don't you then start questioning everything you're eating? Yeah. And why it happens? Mm-hmm. You start <laughs> Never talking happen that to, again. Never happen that again. You start talking to God the same way like somebody who's really <laughs> drunk. So I'm never, God, get me through this. I'll never drink again. <laughs> I'll never eat again. I promise. Even though I'm emaciated as it is, I'll never eat again. <laughs> God, get me through this. I'll never have French fries and chicken strips again. All right. Quick break. No, we will. Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll get you G in here at the oh, top oh. of the hour right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence will give you more on the Yanks. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Jerry, this uh, portion of the warm-up show is brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your telephone. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yankees doubleheader sweep. Mets lost again. What else, Al? Did you see the, uh, you mentioned uh, briefly, this uh, Kentucky quarterback uh, went viral, Jerry, for eating a um, kind Are we of really, a, as a society, we're a bunch of sheep. Why? Like, why is that interesting? Well, because the guy's eating a banana, skin and all. Great. Maybe he can eat a watermelon with the outside on it, too, next time. Well, our own Eddie Scazzari eats an entire apple. He eats the core. He eats the cool. stem, the core. Meanwhile, he hasn't gone viral about it. I I'm just sure need to video it. A lot of nutrients in it. Yes. That's great. If I could videotape Eddie doing that, we could go viral, Jerry. Well, why don't you do that today? Around the world. So what are you doing? Do it right after the show. Hmm. Do it during the show. Do it during the show? Do it during the show. Here's Eddie Scazzari eating an apple, core and all. We don't have an apple. Oh, damn it. I'm sure you can find an apple. Pret-a-manger has apples. Pret-a-manger. I'm pretty sure they have apples. Hmm. And And if not, Starbucks has an apple. Uh, Real quickly, Jerry, Lady Gaga's dog walker. He says he feels abandoned. he, He needs money. I, I, thought, to, I thought Lady Gaga was going to give him cash. She should. By the yeah. way, a friend of mine has their dog walked by your dog walker. Is that right? My, my friend Lou Sprizza 
You guys are dog walker pals. You don't even know. WFAN and WFAN FM, New York, and Odyssey Station. New York Sports is on the fan. 1019 FM and the Odyssey app.